have Suzanne Barsh here. My goodness, Suzanne. The legend is here. The movie is called Suzanne Barsh on Top. It's a documentary about her life, not all of her life, but a good portion of her life, really explaining who she is as this, I always called her the Flo Zigfield of New York City nightlife. <laughs> True. I love you know, it. That's um, a compliment. Well, because, you know, Suzanne, you've put together so many shows, so many nights. You've, you've, you know, you've really launched my career in the nightclub business in New York City. And I, tr- I traveled all over the world with you. And I'm sure, and do you continue to do shows the way you did with me and the other kids uh, around the world like this? Yes, I am traveling still, but oh, oh. oops. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here, me scoot up to the microphone, honey. Oops. Yeah, scoot on up to that microphone. Not as much. <clears throat> because this remember, way. we spent two weeks in Japan. My God, remember that with Lady Hennessy Brown? Lady <laughs> Hennessy Brown. We were talking. We oh often talk about God. Lady Hennessy. Yes. Do you want to explain who Lady Hennessy Brown do you, is? She still with us? No. Uh, yeah, she's around, but yeah. she doesn't do the shows she anymore. She doesn't perform anymore. Lady Hennessy Brown was like this incredible Amazon, like six foot seven woman who had twins, and she had like lactating boobs, and she would keep pressing them so that the milk kept coming out and I would have her at the club and she would spray milk from her boobs. Yeah. Yes, she people continued to lactate. Continued, yeah, and people came with cups, they came with umbrellas. They came with coffee cups. Yeah. It was when I was celebrating the art of striptease, not because yeah. you turn you on for sex, but because the art of the way they move and the things that they do, it was just incredible and Hennessy was like, and then she would put like 69 nylon stockings in her in her pussy, China. yes, in her pussy, and they she tied them foot knots. to foot in knots. Yeah, fifty. No, how many pairs? Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Appropriate. Sixty nine. Yes, yeah, sixty nine <laughs> pairs of of pantyhose yeah. stuffed into her vagina. And you yeah. pulled them out. No, yeah. but she, uh, uh, I did. I pull I, them you out. You had been. You were you in that pussy because you were tall. Yeah. <laughs> she had a tiny little thing sticking out, and yes. you had to pull on it and keep walking through the club. And because you were so tall yes you can go yep. above the heads when everybody's running in sheer horror we oh. were in osaka japan and uh oh my god right you were yes there. and uh uh suzanne pulled the pantyhose out of lady hennessy brown's uh, pussy that's right and the crowd which all japanese people it parted like the red sea yes. it was like those pantyhose <laughs> was. were godzilla yes. no fish for us tonight <laughs> It's scary to see that shit coming it's at coming you. Coming all yeah. the way out. I remember. It was like long. It was long. I it mean, was long. What about the club up north, uh, Nagoya? No, yeah. I forget the name. Sapporo. Yes. Up north, and there was snow. It was like the Armored yes. movie. Yeah. Like six foot high walls of snow. And yeah. the club was so little that. That one was Joe Yeris. You were off uh-huh. duty. You were off uh, nylon stocking pussy duty. It was Joe Yeris <laughs> and me pulling this bloody nylon stockings out of a pussy. It wasn't bloody, though. It was, it bloody. was, no, was like, very yes. clean. Yes, very she was clean. douching and doing yeah. hours of preparation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was watching her wondering, what is it you do? How do you do this? Anyway, so I was pulling it out, and then Joe Yeris and I were walking across the club. Because Japan, some of these clubs are really really small. Yeah. Well, we ended up on the town square in the snow <laughs> with this stocking that we kept on going and yes. going. I'm like, is it ever going to end? Yes. <laughs> but I did feel like it was uh, uh, Giardella in Amacord. You know, yeah, that, yes. the hooker in Amacord, yes. that Fellini movie. I felt like it was her. It was yeah. fabulous. <laughs> now, in Nagoya, she, cha- she switched the app 
uh, the act up a little bit where she, I remember this very vividly. I was standing in the wings watching her do her act and she stood on her head and put a, a beer bottle, maybe it was a Coke bottle, Inside of champagne her champagne bottle, champagne bottle, drank it with her pussy. What? She did have class. It was champagne. <laughs> it was no beer. Drank it with her pussy. Yes. And then uh, went oh back over God. and grabbed a man's head and sprayed his face it was like with champagne out of her pussy. Fountain of champagne. Whoa. Yes. yes. And the guy was gagging. Yeah. Was like, oh my like literally, God. he fainted. I said he had to catch him. I said, oh my God. And I had to fan him. Oh my God. God. That was, yeah, that was, it was amazing. You know, one of the other things she did, and we didn't plan to talk about Lady Hennessy Brown, but no, as just, we're talking no, about her, we, all these things come right. up. Uh, one of the things she would uh, put fire, she would put some flam, flammable things. She yeah. would set her titties on fire. Uh, and her vagina. Torches. She had the torches. That's with right. The petroleum torches. That's right. So she also had a fire act. Did she put. Uh, flammables in her pussy also? No. No. She didn't. Only the stockings and the champagne. Only the stockings and the yeah, so she had just cert- the stockings and the champagne. She had her limitations. Did. She <laughs> yeah. did have her standards Don't and limitations. Don't we all? Don't we all? That, uh, you but know. One of the reasons we're talking about Hennessy is because you were talking about traveling, but I also I found somebody that topped Lady Hennessy Brown. No Can you way. Imagine? No that, way. That's what I said. Her name did is Mouse. Mouse? She is F-U-C-K- Incredible. Uh-huh. I mean, I What does Mouse do? Mouse will shoot the parachute out of her snatch. A, a parachute. parachute. Yes. A whole parachute? Yeah. An actual yeah, yeah. working parachute? She has such pussy power. It's just a pew. Yeah. And inflates. Yeah. She has sparkles up her snatch, yeah. up her butt. She sits on her own fist. Okay. And you know what's incredible? She basically, her act is, she has many acts, but that one act that I do with her is a party. She's having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. She has sparkles in her mouth, sparkles in her pot, sparkles in her vagina, mm-hmm. pussy, and it's sparkling everywhere. And in the end, she like sits on this, chomps on a birthday cake. Yeah. And it's just incredible. It's like an you wouldn't be, it's, it tops Hennessy. Where did you find, uh, where did you find Mouse? Well, she came to me. Actually. Okay. Somebody told me about her and I yeah. pursued her and then she finally came to me and says, I'm in New York, I want to do your show. And yeah. she did three weeks in a row. And what was magical about it is it felt chic. Yeah. All this stuff I'm telling you sitting on the fish. Sure. She's beautiful and it didn't feel like, yeah. but at the same time, people, the energy in the room and she was doing her show, the room went red from people's energy. Wow. Oh my God. It was such an incredible thing. I've never experienced that. Was actually. this in New York City? Yeah. yeah. At the, at the McKinney. The McKittrick Hotel is the new location, the new venue that it's called the Barshland Follies. And it is on Friday night at the McKittrick Hotel. 11 p.m. and you're coming next time. I'm at the McKittrick Hotel all the time. Sometimes I go there for brunch. Sometimes I've DJed there for the Planned Parenthood several times. Sleep No More is there, too. Sleep No More is there. And it used to be. That that was Twyla, wasn't it? Twyla. Yes. Really? It was one of the sound facts. Those are all clubs. I feel so at home there because they're all old clubs wow. turned yeah. into something new. Yeah. You know? Now, you mentioned earlier, and I want to do, I do want to go back to Lady Hennessy Brown, but you mentioned <laughs> earlier <laughs> that the talk. crowd, when they saw Mouse, was very shocked. Now, you've been in New York for many years. You've seen crowds come and go. And what is the sense of, of what shocks 
are, are they easily shocked now as opposed to when Lady Hennessy Brown walked the streets? And, and I think they are because it's theater. You're there. You're in it. It's not like on the square. Yeah. It's real life. It's real theater. It's not like on a phone exactly. that you're watching On it. a phone, it's almost like there's a, a glass thing in between you at the phone yes. or, the, or the computer. It, it's, it feels censored. But, but when you're in the theater or in a place and see it live, it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. They are still shocked. Right. So now, first, I just want, I want to, I want to go back to um, uh, uh, Barshland at the McKittrick, but let's just finish up with Lady Hennessy Brown, because how, where did you find her? Now, what years are we talking? Now, we went to Japan. I remember this very oh, clearly. God, right? We went to Japan. It was uh, December of 1991. You have a great memory. December of 1991. And remember, Hennessy Brown's son had just died. Yeah, he died whilst we were on the trip. While she we had were... twins. Yes. And one of them died. It was so horrible. Yeah, yeah. I so, said, go home. It's just, no, I can't show this. Yeah. She, I she, mean, I was wow. like, what? And it she was, it was there were a bunch of us <gasps> on the road. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to upset anyone. We went to, we went to five cities in Japan. There, It was uh, Matthew and Zaldi. It was... Uh, day, um, Some of the Vulgars. Some extra of the Vulgars, yeah. Willie Ninja, the extra Willie Ninja was with us. Sister Dimension. Yes, Sister Dimension. Uh, uh, Joey Chucky, Arias. Chucky, Kabuki. Chucky, that's right, Kabuki. And, and Oh, and um, uh, Ballerina. Uh, oh, Madame Ekaterina Sobichinskaya. And what's the other one, uh, with the, the crazy one with the fa- the wings? The fa- um, uh, Jimmy no, he says, I mustn't grumble, mustn't grumble English. Oh, Jimmy was there. Yes, Jimmy, the, the, yeah, miss, the, the blonde b- one. B- but who, um, this maybe starts with a P, um, had wings that did this, uh, English. Lavinia. 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 Lavinia just did the show for me at the McKittrick. Really? Yeah, I just had to do a number a couple of weeks in a row, yeah. Well, we were, that was, we were all on tour. We went to five different cities in Japan. I remember riding uh, yeah. the bullet train. I remember seeing oh Mount Fiji. Missing the plane. We missed the yes, plane. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It was really brilliant. Shopping in Ginza. So where, so where did you find Lady Hennessy Brown? And where can I find her now? Right. I, I think she sits home and has a lot of talks. She has a lot of dogs. Yes. Because back then she was probably about she's probably about 42. I think she was younger, in her 30s. She was in her 30s? Heading okay. for the 40s. Okay. Well, this is how that happened. Remember Bentley's, right? Yes, Bentley's. That, that was yeah. the big club. Yeah. It was the no, black, was a black club. club. Yeah. yeah, it was a black club for secretaries after work. And yeah. I saw it and I thought, this is great. And I started Bentley's with downstairs with go- drag queens and go go dancers. And upstairs I wanted to do like house music and. The Art of Striptease. Where was Bentley's? Was it on 23rd Street? No, but that was Savage. That was, that was in Savage, the yeah. 30s. Bentley's was in the 30s. Yes. Fifth Avenue over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a I, weird location. Yeah, it was a weird location. Yeah. 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 yeah, really weird. And so I'm still friends with that owner. They also own the Copacabana. That's oh. how I Stephen the Giuliano. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's still around. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, I wanted to do the art of striptease. That, that, that started the Bentley. So I asked this stripper friend of mine, this guy, Sam was his name. I said, do you know any cool strippers? I want anything, you know, extreme people. I don't want a normal. I mean, this, the trade of doing striptease, big boobs, honeydew melons, whatever, smoky yes. pussies, what have you got? Mm-hmm. And he, he brought me Hennessy. I see, yeah. I see. So, and to okay. him. Now, uh, I've always been... I've always wondered how she was able to lactate uh, well after her twins had been born. Because if you keep 
Do you remember that, Michelle? You just Which talked one? about breastfeeding. Yes. If you keep doing it, if you keep oh, it if active, you keep suction. Yeah, yeah, socking. You know the fake, the socking thing. The, the suction cup. Yeah, to, to yeah. Fill for the, yeah. the milking, so, the milk. Keep milking it like yeah. a cow. Sorry, pumping, <laughs> yeah. pumping, pumping, pumping. Yeah. pumping. That's what it is. So yeah. if you keep pumping, <laughs> milk you keeps can, happening. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You cannot. Yeah. You can stop. You can keep lactating. I see. Yeah. But now, okay. Yeah. But now, her twins at that point were very old, weren't they? I no, they weren't that old. They were, I forget, maybe two years. Oh, oh I thought they, they were. Yeah, they were. I, I thought, thought they, they were like adults. grown and out. No, there. No. Yeah. I actually know a story about one of her sons, but I want, I'll tell it to you off the. Off, uh, off okay. yes, okay. Quite <laughs> <laughs> right. a story. Has the son joined the family business? That's all he I want to know. Joined the army. Oh, the army. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> Very close. Yes. Yeah, so now we've got Suzanne Barsh. The documentary is called On Top. It's called Suzanne Barsh On Top. And it's really fabulous. You owe it to yourself to see this thing. This woman is amazing. Now, you come from Switzerland. Takes one to know one. Well, thank you. Yes, um, you come from Bern. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, born in Switzerland in Bern. Yeah. Bern, yeah. Switzerland. Yeah. Actually, we went to Switzerland. We went to Lausanne. We did. Yeah, that first was time long. I went to Paris was and with you. And Zurich. To the and Zurich. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's I, the only place. I've been in Switzerland. In, in Zurich. Zurich. Yeah. I have been all over the world with this woman. And this is before I, be, I became famous. Uh, you know, um, Suzanne Barsh would take a bunch of, of you know, downtown uh, eccentrics, personalities, personalities uh, performers. Talented people as you are. That's right. Around, you have talent. And you'd put together a cabaret and we'd travel the world and yeah. uh, go and go and to all these fabulous places. Sister Dimension, remember her? Sister I mean, Dimension, yeah. yes. Absolutely. What a nut. What a, nut. What a fabulous, yeah. fabulous yeah. nut. Yeah. He just DJed for me at my boom party and really? he had a look and everything. At what party? Wacky. He was a, a pickle. He was a pickle. Of course he, he came was. came and DJed as a pickle. Yeah, well, a lot of people People may know Sister Dimension from the um, on yeah, five, the video uh, um, Pickle Surprise. You oh, know Pickle Surprise? Yes, yes, she, yes. of course, plays the pickle in Pickle Surprise. Uh-huh. I'm in there. Uh, Lady Bunny's in there. Lahoma's in there. Right. Now, okay, so I want to get pickle back on track. He, he created the pyramid, Sister Dimension. Yes, you the Pyramid that? Club yeah. Yeah, was, was created him. by... Uh, and Wigstock. And Wigstock with Lady Bunny, who was just here a few, a few days ago. So I want to just get back to um, coming from Switzerland. Uh, how did you get to America? Because did you, you you stopped in London first. Is that how it goes? Yeah, I knew I knew I had to get out of Switzerland because I didn't want to f- conform with you know a bank account, a husband, and a, and a house, owning a car and a house. I need I wanted to find out who I was, and I, knew, I had to leave home to do that. Mm-hmm. So because the swinging seventh, don't tell uh-huh. <laughs> whatever the swing something. Yeah. I said I gotta go swing. <laughs> In London. Yes. I knew everyone was going to London at that time, and I said, that's where I got to go. And my pretense was to go learn English to my parents because I was very young. So I went to London, and then the way why London I got to New York, because of love, actually. Mm. I had this boyfriend. Uh, do you remember who Molly Parkins is? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was her boyfriend. They split up, and I ended up going out with him. Uh-huh. He lived in New York with Molly Parkins at the Chelsea Hotel. They split up. Patty said, come over for Valentine's Day. I came for Valentine's to New York, fell in love with New York. Yeah. And yeah. out of love with Patrick. Yeah. We were together for like two years. And yeah. I, he went back to New England and I got the apartment. 
He gave me the place, and I'm is still there. Is it the same there. apartment you're I'm in now? There. No yeah. way. Oh, my goodness. There they used to have orchards with showy areas and Luther Vandross. Oh. Molly and Patrick's were all about this, you know, uptight, yeah. hard on. She wrote mm. all these, like, dirty novels, like yeah. paperback mm. novels. They were all happening at the Chelsea Hotel, where I live now. I wasn't wow. there, though. Wow. <laughs> and so now, and then that led to your, uh, you know, you're always very fashionable, but you opened a boutique. In New York. Well, yeah, I was missing the non, the ever-changing looks from London. There was like every week blitz. I was yep. talking about blitz. Every yep. week, everybody had a completely new look, the new romantics. Mm-hmm. And when I came to New York in 81, it seemed a little blah. You know, people looked nice, Calvin Klein. And if you had a flower in your hair, you were dre- you know, yeah. like done up. I'm yeah. going, I missed the whole London look scenes. So it's actually Patrick Hughes was his name, the boyfriend who said, why not import what you miss? Yeah. I'm going, why the fuck not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I went to Soho, there was nothing, there was all like uh, trucks, people had, it was garages and trucks. The only mm. thing that was there was uh, uh, Shimura, I think, way a makeup store. Shimura. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really you have Shu, uh, Shu, Shu, I can't. Yeah. I can never say yeah. it. Shimura, Shimura. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, great. very, you know, desolate. And I saw a, a little storefront on Thompson Street, and there was a sign for rent. And I'm going. It had like this old, like paneled wood window. It looked like a little hat box. Yeah. And I'm going. This is the place. I called the number, and this guy, Vincent Kriski came to meet me, who was the landlord, and I told him, I want to open a store. I don't have a big budget. By the way, that hasn't changed. I never have a big budget yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be on my gravestone. No budget. You still make magic. Oh, my God. And he said, you know what? I like your concept. My concept was to bring young English fashion designers who are not necessarily designers. Like Galliano was still a college. People that are still at college or behind the fashion houses doing things. Talented people, body map. Yeah, Yeah. Westwood, of course, yeah. And he said, that sounds really good. So he gave me a great deal. I didn't have to give a deposit. So I opened that store in September of 81. I came on Valentine's of 81. I opened the store... September 81, and John Duca, remember him? Mm-hmm. Duca Walker, mm-hmm. Duca, mm-hmm. saw me build this store in August. And he said, what are you doing here? And I talked to him, and I told him what I'm doing. And he labeled the whole thing street fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's where that term street fashion came from, mm-hmm. him seeing what I was doing. And then this just exploded. Like, London was kind of down. Yeah. And everyone started to go to London after I opened my store. And mm. I freaked out, thinking I'm going to get lost. I don't have the money to make it big. So I decided to go to England and sign up like 25 designers and do a show in London called New London in New York. I mean, in New York at the Roxy. Yeah. So that's it. I, I said, if I represent all these designers from Body Map to Galliana to Stephen Jones, mm. th- Please all go to London and buy Saks, Bloomingdale's, Barney's. Go there because I'm going to get a cut. Yes. So I signed them all up, had this huge show at the Rocks. It was a massive success. We said like hundreds and thousands of dollars we sold a lot. Amazing, amazing. And that's how I was in the fashion. I love it. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Suzanne Barsh. The movie is called Suzanne Barsh on Top. It's a documentary. You got to see this. We're going to take you a break. Better you better. You better. <laughs> 
We're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. <laughs> well, guys, it's 2019, and I'm sure you have your New Year's resolutions. But what if this year was all about slowing down and being mindful? Rue and I talk about this all the time. Imagine how many goals you could accomplish with all of that. That's why we are so excited to partner with Calm. Calm is the number one app to help you meditate, sleep, and relax. Practices like meditation and prioritizing sleep can leave you feeling more rested, more energized even in the morning. So of course you wake up and you feel like you can go out and achieve all of your goals. So if you head to calm.com slash Rue, you'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programs, including guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, focus, including a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm, perfect to guide you in building a meditation habit. There's sleep stories, which I use every single night. They're basically bedtime stories for adults designed to help you relax before you doze off. Head to the lavender fields of France with Stephen Fry or explore New Zealand with Jerome Flynn from Game of Thrones. Rue always talked about doing a guided meditation. And guys, I'm going to make him do one with Calm. I'm telling you, I'm going to push him till he does it. Just remember, this is a limited time offer just for you guys. So go to calm.com slash Rue right now for a 25% off of a Calm subscription. That's C-A-L-M.com slash R-U. Give yourself the gift of Calm this new year. Seriously, it might change your life. Suzanne Barsh on top is the name of the documentary. You got to see this thing. It's amazing. It chronicles the life of New York impresario, party promoter, Flozik Phil. This visionary. woman is a visionary. Yeah. Has had a life. Really launched my career. I, I, in 1988, I was living in New York. I, I didn't really have the connections I needed, and I got hired to um, to go go dance at Suzanne Barsh's party at Savage Savage. I wanted those never ending legs on the box. Yes. I don't blame you. I'd never met her before, but I, I'm on the box. I'm go go dancing. She comes over and says, um, "You are a star," and I'll never forget that. Mm. I'll never me forget neither. that. Yeah. And uh and then and then you started hiring me as an MC at the Copacabana. It was a monthly party at yeah. the Copacabana. And you were amazing. Thank you so Jeez. much. And I, I have told these people this many times. What I do on stage now with hosting TV shows and doing that, I cut my teeth do uh with hosting doing your party at the Copacabana. And, and you I and thank I you for met that. Wow. There. That's, that's right. That's where you yeah. met. We, we met at your party. Oh Suzanne my, hired me. real history. I know. She, wow. I would go to the parties as a spectator yeah. and Vogue with the boys. So it was me, the only girl, and all the boys. Yeah. And Suzanne one night came up to me and said, I want you to bring those Wogers <laughs> to the parties. <laughs> I'll pay you X yeah. amount of dollars. And I was telling Suzanne, those kids at the end of the night, they didn't give a shit about the money. Right. They just wanted the drink tickets. Yeah. The drink tickets. She gave me all the drink going. tickets and the money. And I, you know, I didn't drink. So I was going to get them there. They showed up for those tickets. And that's how you and I met. Yeah. Through this Crazy, woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then later, even at the Love Ball, which was yep. a big um, AIDS benefit uh, that was put on at Roseland, I yeah. believe. Yeah. And, it uh, was um, one of four. One of four because big I, benefits. I, I but the, the first two, one? Was the first one 91? 89. 89. It was 89. It was in May of 89. It was yeah. really like groundbreaking because people in the fashion, I, ra- I rallied all the fashion people around they did never they haven't done anything they didn't want to AIDS you know yeah. we have nothing to do with this and I'm going fucking speak up it's yes. time we unite and fight this 
bitch, you know, yeah. And yeah. celebrate life. And the idea came from the house balls. Yeah. I used to go to the balls and one day, um, actually Kenny Kenny said, why don't you do something, you know, this thing is a nightmare. Give you, give the Copacabana proceeds uh, to an organization that fights AIDS. And I'm going, it's not good enough. Copa proceeds and I got, it got me thinking and then one Sunday came back from a ball I was really depressed another friend of mine died and I'm going this is it take the balls house ball as a format for the love ball how do you make money go to companies like Barney's Donna Carans mm-hmm. Watch Watch Armani and get them to pay to be on the stage and then buy sell Advertising yes. to them and advertising. Well, yeah. I called the first person I called was Annie Flanders, and she got. I love it. I'm going to do the magazine. I'm going to help you sell ads. I'll print the whole thing. Annie Flanders was the, the uh, publisher of, of, of Details detail. Magazine. Yeah. Yes, the editor of Details Magazine. She was the creator. Actually, she did the whole thing. Yeah, uh, it was her magazine. Yeah. yeah, and then I called Simon. Second person I called was Simon Doolan, and he was like, "Oh my God, I had never been to a ball. I took him to one, and he just like was like, Marin, we're doing whatever. What do you want? We can have Barney's for whatever fundraiser. I mean, it was just like a wild." Fire. Simon Doonan was the legendary artistic director over at Barney's. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. And you got everybody there. It was a huge, was huge event. And you know what was actually very special about that too was that I actually, I always loved drag queens and I love drag. I'm very inspired by it. And I'm going, I'm going to get everyone in this room. There has to be all drag queens. Mm-hmm. No waitresses, no sexy boys. Drag queens serving the champagne to the Calvin Klein corporate mm-hmm. officers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I had like La Homa. Yeah. You, I mean, you were on stage. Everybody was like drag serving the champagne to these $10,000 tables. Yeah. What yeah. stands out that night the most besides about all the great things for me personally was I was supposed to walk face that night. Mm-hmm. And... Face with a flaw was the category. Face with a, with flaw. a flaw. Right. My flaw being the bump. He'd bump on my nose. Which was is my so flaw. beautiful. My flaw at that time. And um, <laughs> as we were lining up to walk the category, Veronica Webb goes to walk up. Now, if anybody doesn't know, Veronica Webb was a huge model. Yeah. Yeah. Literally went, nope, I'm not walking this category. Uh-huh. And I looked at Caesar, who was my house father, and I go, uh-huh. who? How am I supposed to walk? And, he go, and I go, where the fuck is her flaw? Uh-huh. Remember, she goes up to the judges and she's like showing a scar on her forehead. Uh-huh. And of course she wins. Like, uh-huh. how am I going to win against uh-huh. Veronica Webb? Uh-huh. But I was like, there's a flaw. Oh my goodness. But I'll never forget that. I was like, that was actually a good night that I didn't but, try to humiliate myself yeah. walking again. Um, we had these great charges too. Terry Mugler. Yes, that's right. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. Donna yeah. Karen, yeah. was yeah. she the... No, she was in the house. She was the house. That's right, that's right. But that's right. Sandra Byrne was... She was an MC, and Lee Bowery was an MC. That's but to right. me, that the most important thing about the, the laugh was, first of all, that people got together, united, and for aid. It was definitely a political and amazing yes, statement. Yes, yeah. Is that it brought the drag out of the gutter a little yeah, bit because the yeah. drag was like, eh, exactly. No, they were afraid of people it. don't oh. understand that. Right. It, it, yeah. I brought it into mainstream, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. And then you took it all the fucking way to where it is <laughs> now, which, I mean, Hey, high five. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What you're doing for the culture, and then the other thing was to celebrate the house queens, you know, the yeah. house balls. Sure, yeah, to that everyone them, later found to give out them about. A platform to be, you know, to be recognized. I mean, they used to come and rob me in my store, by the way. <laughs> I would go to the ball there in and my see bed. your stuff. That's where that Stephen Oldchild's <laughs> hat went. Queen. 
Give it back. I want to know where your entrepreneur, I can't say the word. Entrepreneurial? Yes. Spirit came from. Where does that come from? Because you've, you've always put together, you've always organized the parties, the love ball, you have a, you have a store. Where does that come from? Mother, father, was it on your own? I think both my parents are very creative, but I'm kind of like, I have an idea and I don't just want to have an idea. I want to do it. So the idea is great. Many people have ideas. The key is to go out and do it. So when I get an idea, I get almost like high. Oh my God, I see it. I see it in front of me. The idea of the, like the, the, even the Follies now or the Mm -hmm. Laugh Ball, Mm -hmm. I see it in front of me and I'm going, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do this, this and this. And it's really rewarding and it's an incredible, to me, that's gold. When you have a, an idea and something within you and you make it happen and then it comes out and it pleases the people, mm-hmm. people enjoy it and people give back to you. It's almost like a transistor radio where you give out and then they give back and it's just a beautiful thing. To yeah. It's like the shit. Yeah. So. Now, your son Bailey, does he possess some of that sort of barsh spirit? How old is Bailey now? Bailey's now 24. 24 yeah, Can you imagine? Years old. I remember when she was pregnant. Yeah. I I remember she's. I was at the wedding. Uh, and oh Bailey, yeah, you were best man. That's right. I was. Oh was I was Ruth something. Hall was best. <laughs> man. I was. You were something. best man with Terry Mugler. Terry the, Mugler, yes. And you were best man. That's right. And have the you baby, seen the video? I still have the video. Yeah, I saw the video in the movie. In the, the movie film. is called okay. Suzanne Barsh on top. Right. It's it's available. It's out there. It's streaming. It's everywhere. Uh, uh, you can see bits of the. The wedding yeah. in the movie. Right. So Bailey um, was a baby in the wedding. Yeah, he was walking in a white little uh, tuxedo, little tuxedo. Which Danilo gave him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. So now, uh, Bailey, growing up in this atmosphere, you would think that he'd either be a Wall Street uh, stockbroker or the freakiest freak in the world. Where does he land between Funny the two? Funny enough, he's... Uh, in between. Ah. Uh-huh. I also said to Dave, we're going to have an accountant or something, which yeah. probably would be a good thing. Yeah. But he's a real artist as well. He's a real artist. He's very, very talented. He's an incredible writer, an incredible filmmaker, and mm-hmm. a great musician. And he's trying to figure out which one he wants to go for. He sort of says, you know... Uh, uh, too many trades, master of none, or what's mm-hmm. that saying? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, jack of all trades, uh, yes. master of none. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. He's working on the, it's the music that he's going for the music. So mm-hmm. he, but look wise, he's like all his girlfriends are complete, not a stitch of makeup. I'm going, okay, <laughs> I've ruined that for oh. I take over any makeup. The opposite. So, okay, first uh, of all, opposite yeah. of me yeah. rather than him being a stockbroker or uh, a freaky. Yeah. So, first of all, he's straight. He's straight as it gets, yeah. And he goes for girls who who do that natural natural look. beauty, like He's me. A natural look, <laughs> yes, like Michelle. But he doesn't like the like bimbo natural. Yeah. He likes the arts. Yes, art girls, artsy girls. I yeah. see. Mm. Wow, indie girls, you know. Yeah. Like, and where does he live? In New York? He lives at the Jersey Hotel with me. I have two front doors, uh-huh. uh, four bathrooms. We have four rooms. So we both have our own apartment. The only thing we have to share is the kitchen. Yeah, mm. yeah. But now, he's gonna, he wants to move out. So Now, we, um, we're, we're going to go to break in a minute. And we've got to actually go and judge yeah. some drag queens. But, uh, I um, think I have to go on So, pee. yeah. So, <laughs> now, Susan. me here. <laughs> you mentioned the Chelsea Hotel. You've been there for years and years. What's the status of the Chelsea Hotel right now? For years, we've 
red. It's being taken over. It's being yeah. turned into condos. Yeah. What is happening with the Chelsea Hotel? The Chelsea Hotel is now in the seventh year of construction that I'm living in. It's crazy. Oh There's been two new, three new owners. Mm-hmm. The owner now, I like them because they seem to have integrity and they care about aesthetics. So the owner before built everything. These owners are ripping everything out mm. and putting new in. Seven years, it's possibly ready. I would say it's another year. Yeah. And it is going to leave the tenants as they are. I mean, so I have to go you... to court. So I'm a tenant there. There's like quite a few tenants. I want to say 50. Uh-huh. And they're going to be a hotel, but they apparently are also going to sell apartments. But I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah. But I like the idea if they're going to sell something, then that means people are actually going to care about the place. That's it'll true. Be better yes. to live yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Pride yeah. of ownership. But these owners, they're involved with the Bowery Hotel, which I love. So yeah. I think they're doing a really good job. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're doing Barchland at the McKittrick Hotel. Always. You still have parties everywhere. Is there a website if people want to go to, are coming to New York or coming to a city where they can find out where your events are happening? To be honest, the best way to find me is at Bargeland's Instagram at Bargeland. Mm-hmm. I always list everything there and it's like the what's next. You can see what I'm doing. And then I have SusanneBarge.com. Mm-hmm. But I'm best on Instagram, to okay. be honest. So, you know, I've got my lashes. Yes, the lashes, Did which are available. Where- I do. I yes, I have yeah. them right okay. now. Oh, yes. Good, good. And, and so. Uh- and I do the cons party, which is kind of once a month. And then on top, which is every summer from May to October. Kunz, the Kunz party is it's where? It's at elsewhere in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. How about that? I'm in bloody Brooklyn. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> this, I mean, I've been there, done that. Look at oh, you, Suzanne. So the Kunz party is you a... You could be in Brooklyn MC. Uh, that's you know? right. Kunz, like the uh, artist. Yes, but yeah, and it's, it's, and it's, cool. a, it's a dance party. It's really mostly dance party. Yes, yeah. and that's so that's in Brooklyn. And then on top... Is a party. Is it where? Standard hotel on the. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's so glamorous. Oh my god, that's so glamorous. Oh, I love that. What night is that? uh, Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights at the Standard Hotel, and that is called on top. And Barstland Follies is once a month. Is every, every Friday. Friday at 11 p.m. At the McKittrick. At the yeah. McKittrick Hotel, yeah. my goodness. But I'm also going into bigger thing now. I'm talking to the people from, there's an, a festival that's coming here that I'm going to do in New York, not L.A. Mm-hmm. I'm also working with Naomi Roos on a concert. Mm-hmm. And I'm with who? Working, Naomi Roos. Naomi Roos, yeah, who's that? I love her. Uh, she's a fabulous singer, uh-huh. chanteuse. Okay. And then I'm also, I'm, Entertaining the idea of taking over the Halloween parade in New York. Oh, oh wow. my God, that that'd be, be amazing! Perfect. You were born. People, I'm born to do that. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going into entertaining you people, Good. but in another way, not just in a club. Yeah. Right. And thanks to you, I think I might be on that little. At least with the drag race. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. at the drag fabulous race. I'm going to be on that square, guys. That's right. On yes. television. And I think. Uh, listen. I think that uh, things are really aligning in a much bigger way and for you. And do you know why? Mm. Thank you, RuPaul. Well, listen, it's really? not a moment too soon. Not a moment it too soon. I think it's. I think the. Ki- I think your film, Suzanne Barge on Top, is so important for young people who are, are trying to find a way to navigate this life, especially if they see in colors and music and laughter and love and dance and beauty. It's a way, and you are a pioneer in terms of navigating that life uh, for yourself. You, you know, a lot of people. You know, we had David Bowie to show us the way. Uh, now, young people have. 
Suzanne Barsh. And just go and see this film. Get inspired. Wow. We've got to go to a break right now and then uh, go do some judging some drag queens, which right. is something you're very right. good at. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Suzanne Barsh, thank you so much for oh joining us. Paul, thank you so much, Michelle. Thank I you, my so love. I'm so honored to be here. You don't Aww. understand. We're I don't so happy. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's our Suzanne. Suzanne Barsh, everybody. The movie's called Suzanne Barsh on top. Go and watch it. We're going to take and a break. And the world right of wonder. Thank you. And the world of wonder. Yes. yes. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Lola, of course, is one of my favorite names in the world. It's my daughter's name. But Lola, in this case, is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons pads, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes. Now, you guys have heard me bang on and on about using organic cotton. And if you think about it, ladies and girls who are listening, you're putting something inside your body or on your body that's not organic. You're putting chemicals right in there. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparencies about the ingredients found in their tampons, their pads, their liners, and their wipes. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Yes, the things you wear as clothing. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrance, dyes, so on and so forth. Lola products are 100% organic cotton, no added chemicals, no added fragrances, no synthetics, no dyes. And you know, this is right up my alley. And that's why I am a huge fan. Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Their subscription is fully customizable, so you can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, and honey, let me tell you, I need a mattress. Number of boxes and the frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. Pick your products. You can choose from organic tampons available with a BPA free plastic applicator or in an environmentally non applicator format pads or liners or all natural cleansing wipes or add a box of each. Go ham. The Sex by Lola line is also available for your subscription. You can even add it to your period subscription. So everything is conveniently delivered on your ideal schedule. In addition to condoms and personal lubricant, Lola now offers cleansing wipes and they are a godsend. And if that isn't enough, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. So for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com. Enter that promo code RU when you subscribe. That's mylola, M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com. Promo code RU for 40% off of your subscription. All right. So we uh, we are rolling. My goodness. Okay. We got Rita Ora with us. Hi, Rita Ora. Hi. We Hi, are so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to I be just, here. I'm going to ask you about Albania. Have you ever uh-huh. been to, what is Albania called now? Well, it's now Cool Albania. It's still called Albania. Yes, thank you God. Know, they changed the name of all those places. You know, I know. Because Yugoslavia is now called what? Well, Serbia. It's Yugoslavia is Serbia. There was a war. Yes, there was a war in like the night in 1997. It was over. Don't quote me, but it was around that time. Yeah. Um, but we left when I was one. Yeah. So I don't really know that much about it. But what I do know is that I'm from like a place called Kosovo, mm-hmm. which is was in Albania, but it got its independence like a few years ago. Don't so you yeah. remember it's the, the newest? Yeah, I remember yeah, 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 yeah. that. Yeah. It's the newest country. Yeah. And so like it's actually really cool because I just became ambassador of it which is yeah. so funny Yeah, because like I didn't really know what that meant I just was nodding and yeah. loving <laughs> and then I realized like you know what this is fucking everything yeah yeah. <laughs> and anyway yeah. so I started to use it for good and we're doing a woman's um 
you know, because, uh, uh, you know, back in the day in, in war, women actually were actually not to down anything, but yeah. they were very, they were tortured, they were raped. Oh, I know. And I it know. was like completely horrible. They yeah. weren't looked after. And some women still are suffering from that today. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm building a, a lovely. Um, place for them to feel like they can go home. It's almost like a center for them. To in kind what of city will that be in? In the center of Kosovo in Pristina, where I, I was born. Okay, because Kosovo is the name of the country, right? Yes, correct. But the the city you just named, Pristina? Pristina is the capital. Say it again slower. Prist- Prish, Pristina. Uh, Pristina. But you could say Pristina too. Oh, Pristina. Yeah. I think I I worked with a drag queen named Pristina before. You did not. I think so. Sure, sure. There yeah, will Pristina, be now if there, there wasn't then. I love that you guys are saying this. You have no idea how amazing it is because it's so crazy for my country to be kind of recognized because it's such a small place. Yes. Right. So to even have you guys talking about it is so important to me. And I'm so grateful. So thank you. Well, most of us do remember that there were some horrific things that happened there. And yes. we are... we. We we wonder about how people are doing now because the repercussions of that kind of horror Very sweet. are, are really, they reverberate for generations to come. Now, are yeah. you the most famous person to come out of Pristina? Is it is it shady to say yes? <laughs> no, it's not shady. <laughs> it's not shady. Who That's else? Bibi Rexa. Is she's she Albanian? Albanian. Okay, so she's now from Kosovo. Yeah, because now it's like independent. Kosovo is its own country. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and and so Bibi Rexa is she's Albanian. She's my girl. Oh, you is guys she? know each other. Yeah, she's crazy too. Just really? Like, hey? uh-huh. Yeah, you you guys would love her. She's so funny. But she's she's American, isn't she? She is. She grew up in New Jersey, I think. Uh-huh. In New York. Yeah. yeah, she sure did. Yeah. Yeah, she ain't got a filler. Yeah. Just like all of us. <laughs> now so, when yeah. we now when I first saw you, I thought you were black. I know everyone does. It gets me everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With all types of things, you know yes. what I'm saying? Why yeah. do you think that is? Why did you... know you... what? I think it's because, like, my demeanor and, like, my attitude <laughs> is really, like... Sorry to say this, but, like, I'm from the hood. So, like, yeah. I was the only, like, white girl in my hood, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. So, I kind of get it. Like, I get the whole, like, banter. I get, like, the, the quickness. I get the, like... You know, I just was the girl that was accepted. You I know? just think you look ethnic too, and nobody. And my nose is you look, like flat. You know? you it's do, just a you, mixed race. You don't know what you, you are. Could look, you could now. be anything. You could be Dutch. You yeah. could be Thank anything. You. Anything. That's why it is. Where in in London did you grow up? In West London, I came from like the city. You know what is West London? What does that? What do we? What else do we know that you as? Well, know she lives in the suburbs now, uh-huh. where she lives in the philosophy. No, no, section. I moved to the bougie part of London town. Yes. So I live like next to all the people that you know. I wished I could live next to that. Uh. <laughs> there's all. There's all sorts of. of I'm like, hey, neighbors. <laughs> they're like, how the fuck did she get here? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> West London's lovely. I'm like, hey, South London. Every every different. Different section has their different accents. Where is Holland Park then? That's where that's, I moved. Oh, you yeah. live in Holland Park. How do you know that? Is it because it's bougie? No, it's I yes, know that it's that's fucking bougie. Because that's where Adina Monsoon lives See in what Holland I'm Park. Receipts. Yes, yes. I'm, my neighbor. That could be my neighbor. That could be your neighbor. Because I used to stay at a hotel in Holland Park called the. Um, it'll come to me. It, it was called. It was. Uh, I don't know any hotels in Holland the, Park. It, oh, it'll come to me. Let me just. Um, it, it, my, yeah, my Maybe brain it was just like froze a really up. Nice flat it's that not you there anymore. It's oh, not okay. there anymore. In fact, I loved it so much that I had that you bought it. No, <laughs> yeah, right, I no. was waiting for that. <laughs> I had the, um, uh, James, who decorates our show, who's the artistic director of our television it's fabulous, show. By the way. Yeah. I thank you. I had him do my 
house the same way as this hotel. Really? And I used to stay at this hotel all the time in Holland Park. And it's, we're talking 25 years ago. So I, um. Holland Park is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Now, um, so now London. Yeah. You know. We read about you in the Daily oh, Mail all the time. The Daily the new, Fail. The new god, apparently, yes. according to 20 hours, many millions of people. They, a lot of times they're not nice to you. Why do you think that they're is? They're not nice to anybody. They just love yeah. a headline. You know yeah. what I mean? Like They just love, they want to attract attention. And you know what? I can't lie and say I don't go on the Daily Mail because mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I hate it. Don't admit it. it. Don't admit it. Okay, uh, let's take yeah. that back. I don't yeah. even know what the Daily Mail is. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> To be honest with you, because they're right wingers, gay bashers, you know that, right? Right. Yes, uh, they do. Yeah. yeah, and they use they? us. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah the owners. They okay, so use... let me take this back. I completely didn't know that. Mm. They Just use like I didn't us. Chick Fil A is like completely right. I didn't know oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, you learn. You live yeah. and you learn. Sorry, you know? so I, I know now. So yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Actually. So you can still check and just don't feel too. Much. Okay. You don't I just say don't it out loud. And the yeah. worst comments you've ever read in your life. Oh, live on that. Page. Oh my God, the comments. I don't read them. I don't read them. What is that? You know, Lady Bunny years ago told me that. I hope the English don't take this the wrong way because it's blame it on Lady Bunny. They won't. But uh, <laughs> Lady Bunny lived in England for a long time when she was a kid. She said complaining is the national pastime. Well, it's almost like our second language. Really? <laughs> I swear to God, we like moan about the weather. Uh-huh. It's either too hot or too rainy. Uh-huh. And I think that people are really picky. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially, And I'm saying that as a Brit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we go there and we expect a certain standard because we're British. And when yeah. we don't get that... We either love it or we absolutely hate it. There's right. a really I mean? great mm-hmm. series on Netflix called Very British Problems. Yeah. If you've never seen it's it. It's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix now. Very they British talk problems. to some famous Brits and they basically break down everything you're talking about. Right, yeah. Also, like, simple things like trying to get off the phone with somebody who's British. Because like, bye, 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 bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you see that. The stuttering is funny. It's, mm. it's hilarious. And everything. I haven't seen that. I need to watch watch that. it. It's so funny. And if you're just getting privy to this conversation, you really mm. Don't know what it's about. If you really want to understand Great Britain and the idiosyncrasies, yeah. watch it. It's, it's a definitely. series. It's a little, yeah. It's a little fun short series, like yeah. a six part series. I feel yeah. like you both Three have incredible stories about London and in, and Britain and the party scene that I have yet to discover. Well, you know, uh, it's a, it's a different London than when I was going back there because of the computer, because of the iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, you have more mobility there. Be, you know, when we were there before, <clears throat> before the computer. I didn't know my way around, you oh, know. Yeah. So now you had it's an easier. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just couldn't figure it out. But now it's such, it's so accessible now because of the phone and the computer and mm-hmm. stuff. I just remember the name of the hotel okay. in Holland Park. It was called the Halcyon. Oh, I've the never Halcyon. Heard of it. it closed. It, it was just turned fabulous. into a drug. I don't know what. Maybe it's it a sounds drug. like a, a it's Halcyon. Something will knock you I out. Bet, I bet it's something else now because it was a fabulous hotel. It was Let me look it up. Halcyon. Halcyon in, in Holland Park. Park. Yeah. Halcyon. Yeah. Halcyon in Holland Park. That sounds like a good night. It certainly does. <laughs> so you still live there, but you yeah. spend a lot of time here. Also, I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm all over the place. Yes. I haven't actually ever. I haven't actually got a place to live out here in America yet. Why not? But if I, I don't know. I just never kind of fully committed. I'm all, I've, I just don't know if I can ever leave London. And when you did America's Next Top Model, where were out. you living? And yeah. was that done in New York? Yeah, that was in New York. I think if I was to ever live here, it would be in New York. Yeah. Just because it's so similar to London. You yeah. know what do I mean? Do you drive? I do not drive. You don't drive? No, I can't drive. Mm. God, I don't know why. Halcyon closed in 2002. Oh, it did. Okay. And it said, buy in the star-studded Halcyon Hotel and live amongst the ghosts of 90s glamour. Oh. So they've turned them into 
apartments. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can buy an apartment which occupies the entire floor of the old house down hotel in Holland Park. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, I used to stay there all the time. And when I met George, uh, the man I've been married to for, uh, well, we've only been married for a year and a half, but I've been, we've been together. <laughs> you for, feel like it's been. Yes, yes, exactly. So I met him in 94. I met him in 94 on the disco dance floor at Limelight. Fun. One week later. You got married. No, <laughs> no one week later, he, we were in London at the Halcyon Hotel. One week Aww. later. One week later, but we weren't together. I I had just broken up with someone and yeah. I had the ticket. This is when you could switch tickets and you didn't have to be the name mm-hmm. on the ticket. And I was going there to host the Brit Awards. So I said, hey, new friend, do you want to go with me? Hey, S- new hey. Friend. <laughs> friend. Anyway, I stayed at the same room. I was always in the same room at the Halcyon Hotel. So to impress him, I, uh, he was in my room and I said, hey, do you want to get stoned? <laughs> I had a joint hidden in the ceiling of the Halcyon Hotel room that I stayed in about a month before. Wait, did you ask you for the same room? That I slip in the wall? That's right. Oh, because this I wasn't going to. I, w- I was a big pot smoker. You are smart. I was a big pot smoker. You but smart. I, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to take it over the border. <laughs> I wasn't going to take it back because I'd, I'd scored in London. Uh huh. Stuffed it in the ceiling Ooh, of the house here, the same room. I took the joint, and he didn't smoke, and I got stoned. Was it there when you went back? Yeah, it was there when I went back. So Absolutely. good. Absolutely. And so I got stoned, and he didn't get stoned. And I remember getting stoned with him, my new friend, for of a week. And I remember feeling really weird. Yeah. And I thought, I need to quit smoking weed. Like Probably par- Halcyon like, like in your weed. Yeah, I felt very paranoid because yeah. he wasn't smoking at the time. So you didn't have like anyone to like vibe off. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I decided then to quit smoking, of well, course. Um, but you I, didn't. I didn't. No. Oh, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch. I did for a little while. Who are you lying but, you know. to? Listen to me. So everyone has a vice. Everyone has a you vice. What is your vice? Alcohol. Alco- alcohol. 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 Uh-huh. Hey, it used to be the brown. Now it's the white because it makes me feel skinnier. What's your drink? What's I your love drink? a G and T. What's that? Gin and tonic. G and C. Oh, I love that. Like a BLT. A G and T. A G and T. I'll have a G and T with cucumber, please. Oh, that cucumber sounds delicious. What? Like slices of cucumber. Oh, it's like a spar in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. What? Um, uh, uh, how many can you take in one night? Oh, you know wait a minute. People? You talking about drinks? I yeah. don't know what exactly we're talking about here. Because they're two different convos, which you oh, can't wow. have. Yes, yeah. Um, a G&T. You know, all my friends say to me, you know, I don't know how you do it without extra substances, mm-hmm. but, you know, you are crazy. I can drink until the early hours of really? The, really until the next day wow as long as the music's good and the, and the vibe is good and the people are good yeah. I lose track of time uh-huh. like I, I forget that I'm sleepy like for some reason I don't know what it is yeah. but alcohol makes me like come alive Yeah. but for my sister she's in bed like after two drinks uh-huh. she's like drooling I'm like ready to go yeah like yeah. I like to um I like to space out my drinks, but like I will drink you, so you can hold your liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I was like that too. I could. I, I mean, I've I've blacked out before. I haven't yeah. had a drink or a joint <laughs> in nineteen. Actually, next week on the years? on the fourth fourth of August, I, it'll be nineteen years since wow. I've been high. No, yeah. I'm so happy for you. It's crazy. I mean, you know, listen, that may change by the end of the night. 
But for Congrats right for today, as long as Trump stays president, <laughs> there's always well, a chance it could start. We're like we need a break. We might just now listen. Speaking of breaks, we're going to take a quick break. We've got Rita Ora in the house. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial real quick. We'll be right back after this. There are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through, and that is not smart. There are job sites that make you wait for the right candidates to apply to your job, and that is not smart. You know what's not smart also? Using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff because that never goes well. But you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash RU to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, the right education, and the right experience for your job. And it actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot.com with over 1,000 reviews. So you know they ain't lion. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-U. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things we do for our health every single day is brushing our teeth. Yet, most of us don't do it properly. (gasps) That's right. You're doing it all wrong. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Say that one 10 times fast. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of those bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Now, I am telling you, my Quip, and I got one for my daughter as well, is so fantastic because you brush your teeth like normal, but you get the vibrations and you just feel clean. When you put it down and you're done, your teeth feel so clean and they're sensitive sonic vibrations. So they're gentle enough if you have sensitive gums and sensitive teeth and people brush too hard. A lot of people don't know that, but in general, people brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. They have a built-in two-minute timer and what it does is it just pulses. It just kind of goes stops every 30 seconds to remind you when you switch sides. And if you didn't know, you should switch in quadrants. So it goes off four times, right? Top right, bottom right, et cetera, et cetera. It's so fantastic. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule. That's every three months for just $5. Three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, ineffective, not with Quip. And they're one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. That's why we love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dentist professionals. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash rue right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash are you? We are back with Rita Ora. I would Aura. never think to do that. You would never think to leave a joint in the bed. Well, if you're a pot smoker, and I was a pot smoker from the time I was 10 years you don't old. Waste it. 10 years old mm-hmm. to the time I was 39. But uh, how do you know you're yeah. going to get the same room? I uh, They knew I was coming back. I was doing the Brit Awards. I was hosting, co-hosting with Elton John. I knew I was coming back. I, I was that. there earlier. Did you say, can I have the same room when I come back? You know what it was? We 
made a video. He and I made a video for a song we did called um, Don't Go Breaking My Don't Heart. Go Breaking My Heart. We made a video. I knew we were. I was coming back. Don't go breaking do, my heart. Yes, we did a cover of his song, <sighs> and then I knew I was coming back to host the co-host the. Brit I'm Awards still not over the fact that you got the same room. So I guess you could just call a hotel and say I want room three three two two seven. Called it the RuPaul room. Yeah, room probably. I think the it was RuPaul. The RuPaul I, room. I think it was actually room number fifty five, which of course you know it's no longer it's not a ho- it's not a hotel it's a anymore. Now, yeah. But anyway, anyway. So R- yeah. Rita Ora, Hi. you live in London. I do, and uh, you were here at one point hosting America's top model. I sure was. Tell me about that job. Was it a good, fun job? Was it a fun experience for you? I did. You know what? I had a great time. I met some amazing girls. You know, I met some incredibly beautiful women that needed, you know, guidance, which made me feel actually really um, connected because I was actually the same age as these girls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was at a point where, like, I didn't feel like I was critiquing them, like, pointing fingers or telling them what they should do. I felt like I was in the same boat as them, but I definitely did know that, like, I knew what I needed to do to survive, and I don't think that they had that trait yet, mm-hmm. which gave me the self-confidence. Because when I first got asked to do it, I was like, I'm a musician, I've done campaigns, but, like, it was never intentional. Can I? I used to love the show. Mm-hmm. So I just took the ball like the ball by the horns and I was mm-hmm. like I'm going to make this show my own and it did and it got the most views it ever did since the third the first season mm-hmm. like when it first came out mm-hmm. and then after this I did the show I just was like you know what one and done and yeah. then I just wanted to kind of like have that as a chapter and like move on it was yeah. top model Yes, yeah. because I knew that, you know, Tyra then wanted to come back because we made it lit again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, take it, boo. It's yours. Yeah. Have it. And, you know, it did what it did. I curated the panel with the rest of the kind of like the, 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 the show. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, my job there was done. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I loved it. Like, I love doing TV. Like, I love seeing people thrive and evolve and like grow. Mm-hmm. It was really inspiring to watch. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to mentor and to help guide young talent. Who guided you? I was guided by Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not a religious person, but I believe in something above. And, like, I kept getting amazing signs. And my mother, for me, is, like, the strongest woman on the planet. She mm-hmm. moved us from um, Kosovo. And we didn't really speak. She didn't speak any English. She got breast cancer and became a psychiatrist at the oh, same damn time. Oh, goodness. I know. And, and now she survived. She survived. And now she's a doctor. And she's fabulous. And has, a new, has a new set of tits. And she's major. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And her face is so pulled back and I major. Love I love Oh, it. you guys would love my mom. She <gasps> needs to live here. And she does an Instagram and it's called Visuals with Vera. <laughs> her name is Vera. And it's so funny. Who would play her? What is she, what is she like? Oh, she just is lovely, man. She's just so full of life and it's what all about the glamour. What actress does she look like? Oh, um, is she more Joan Collins? Is she... I would say she's more... Yeah, she gives me a Joan... She gives me more of a... Um, Oh, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that. What before. about uh, maybe Sarah D- Sarah Douglas? Do you remember Sarah Douglas? She we probably wouldn't know her. She was she was in a lot. She was in Superman two, and she was Superman two. She's Superman more of like a Joan Crawford. Oh, okay, I, I like the way you think. Visuals yeah. with Vera. Yeah. Visuals yeah, but her name with is Vera. Vera. No, no, she hashtags. You have to be very particular. Yes. But you got to go with on Vera Ora. That's her name. V E R A. V E R A. Like aloe vera. Yeah. So Aura. so Rita Ora is your real name. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone say you should probably change it to something so you could have some anonymity? <laughs> 
You know? No. She's great. Are yeah. you looking Look at her at Vera Instagram? Aura. She's oh my God, face. she is That's not gorgeous. Even the most, look at the clutch. You I'm have no going, idea. I'm you going. Know she got a campaign recently with this uh, swimwear brand um, called Mon- Monica Rivera. You know that brand? It's is like, that her right there? Yeah. Oh, she, she looks, looks so young. young. I know. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Let me see it again. Wait, there's no filters on that. Let at me all. see see that again because I'm getting I'm getting who would play her, you and are? it's almost it's I'm very close. I'm very close. Oh, she'd love that. Let me see, Michelle. That's what you. No, that's me. She posted me. Okay. Yeah, she posted you. <laughs> I was like, hold Brad the mama. fuck on. But there's pictures that's that I'm you. like, oh, she goes off. Because she's giving me, um, <laughs> let's see. She almost looks like Paz De La Puerta Yeah, here. yeah, no, but you know what? It's, it's kind of like um, um, Isabel. Uh, I mean, um, the body on her. Isabella right. Johnny. Isabella Johnny. Isabella yes. Johnny. I'm, you oh, know Isabella Johnny? Good. I love she like looks like her. Are. Do you see that? I do. I never yeah. ever looked at that before. Yeah, yeah. She would love that. No. Oh, that's and so, so um, coming up in this business, and you know, yeah. you've been a name for a, a, a while Thank now. Thank you. What? Um, how did this happen? How did it happen for you? I'm just so happy to like survive. I was actually speaking about this with you earlier, um, show when we were like talking about the industry and how some people have come people and have been fallen brutal off. to you P- you know especially in in the uh the london papers people have been brutal to you well yeah but that's just how the london culture is every the, the tabloids is what we like to call yeah. it it's just like a hot mess like they never nice to nobody yeah but you know what i've really got thick skin i don't know if it's because i'm albanian or something but like i know i have a cue a pure group of people that like love me yeah and that makes me want to wake up and actually make them proud every day yeah and i think because of that i know i'm going to be fine you know what Mm, i'm saying like i always have been a believer in the future and i love to do like business things and i've done so many things with like involving myself in the tv and designing clothes and putting out music and doing everything at once where i don't actually care anymore yeah because i just want to stay busy yeah and i love working good and so for me i don't care what happens as long as i'm booked and busy right right And at this point in my life i ain't letting that shit go for nobody yeah good for you and i've come from a hustling family and I don't think that's going to stop now. You know what I mean? Good. And I've been always really proud of that and confident with myself and like my sexuality and my kind of like appearance and, yeah. you know. What was the toughest period for you that, you that you're the most proud of surviving? Yeah. I think for me, it was when I released Girls. Girls oh. is your new song, isn't yes. it? Yeah, but that yeah. was the one with the group. They got a lot of shit for that. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Charlie XCX. I, d- I guess what happened was I've never been, I've never spoken out about my relationships unless it's something that I've been pictured with or if someone I've seen or it's like a conspiracy or something. Yeah. And in my head, um, females were a big part of my growth, you know, interaction with diff- with the same sex. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I was very experimental in my kind of like late teens, early 20s. And so I wanted to make a song about girls that may have been confused about who they are, can't speak openly about what they or who they are, mm-hmm. whether it's like religion or race, which was really the kind of like growth of the record. Mm-hmm. But when it came out, um, I think people people looked at it because they didn't know about my experience. Mm-hmm. I think they looked at it like I was almost like using the culture. I see. And yeah. who single was You it? know, which was understandable. I never looked at it like that because I knew I experienced it, but I forgot that nobody else knew right. that. Right. right, right, right. You know, I thought that people were like, oh, wow, since she's singing about the record, she must have been through it. She must mm-hmm. have gone through it. Mm-hmm. Which but I am saying in the lyrics. it wasn't just you, though, Rita. Mm. It wasn't just you that got the shit for it. Like, no, it wasn't, but it was, it was my song. It was your single. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was my 
my song. So I felt like it was my responsibility to make sure the message was clear. Mm. And Cardi B and Charlie and BB Rexa, they all had their own connection to the record. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it was me like having a girl empowering moment to kind of support each other. That was the aim of the game. And then I guess, I don't know, I guess some girls didn't in the industry didn't find that. I don't know. I guess they didn't find. They felt like it was exploitative instead instead of supportive. Well, but mm. the thing is, if they were asked to be on the record, I assure you they wouldn't want it to be on the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. If it's something to do with their own kind of like, wow, why didn't she ask me to be a part of it? Maybe that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. But I definitely didn't mean not one bad or intention thing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I survived that made me so happy because that for me was pretty dark. Because, pretty tough because mm-hmm. I it was it's it's like you know making a baby. Obviously, yeah. putting it out there in the sure. open and it getting like brutally. Well, not attacked. only that, you didn't expect it. You didn't. You didn't. You honestly didn't think that was going to happen. No, I didn't think girls was going to be a backlash. You're right. Was it a hit? For me, it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a hit in the community for sure. Yeah. I had more positive re- um, outcomes than negative. Yeah. But you know, people like to look at the negative shit and like focus on that right. instead of the positive. But I'm happy I did it. Yeah. You know why? Because Good. in my culture speaking out of the box is like what we want to do and as a female that's come from a third world country to be able to speak about my sexuality with men from my country that are so caught in like the old school days it was a big revolution absolutely and i don't care but one of my idols is madonna and i i knew that people hated what she used to do Mm -hmm. oh god and then some people loved it yeah and so i'm proud of it i don't regret anything and i love performing it Mm -hmm. i have a great time and everybody loves dancing to it and kissing girls yeah (laughs) who produced it oh um a bunch of people actually it was my it was a team that i have that do my album Uh uh-huh yeah is it is 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 there an album coming out in november yes in november which is my birthday month that's right you're november 26th yeah tina turner isn't it oh it sure is you know that i saw i I looked it up lots of entertainers are sages yeah like yeah it's the charmer it's the you know yeah, Sagittarius. The because, because, uh, oh, because. Uh, let's see. If if you're Sagittarius, means you were you, you were conceived in uh, April. Wait a minute, March, April, probably around April time. What does that mean? What happens in April? Oh, springtime. Oh, the oh. sun is out. Let's <laughs> bong, baby. Yeah. <laughs> let's bang. Yeah, yeah. And- Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift. See? Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Is they're all Sagittarius? Sagittarius. Yeah, they yeah. use a Sag. Yeah, I get along very well with Sagittarius. I know, yeah. I feel that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So now, um, okay, so there's an album coming out. Yes. And um, what do you want to do? You, you've done a lot. What do you want to do? What's your dream job? You know what I'd love to do? I'd love to always be able to put out music, mm-hmm. but I'd love to have a really steady um, like a steady creative business where I can invite graphic designers, mm-hmm. set designers, painters, artists. I just want to be able to have a roof of just creative souls that can really express themselves. Yeah. Especially for people that can't afford it. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, I went to Sweden recently to like make some music and like music is, the music course is like, definite for them they all get a free instrument Mm -hmm. and they all are able to like they have to do music whether you like it or not but i just think that's so beautiful you know maybe that's why all the dope 
producers are from they Sweden. Really, yeah, they true. love pop true. music, and they it's do. and it's evident. And you know, I've said this many times here. Uh, I think if you have a kid, put your kid in music, put your kid in dance, do it's something. True. Let allow them like to express. communicate yeah, exactly. and express themselves in a way that that transcends words. So that and would be my dream. That would be, what you're describing really is like Andy Warhol's factory. Exactly. You know. Yes. Where I'm just looking for a, t- uh, a lovely Edie. <laughs> yes. Well, you're, you're your the Edie. Yes. I can be my own Edie. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You I'll take that. Rules. You're making new rules. Just without the drugs. Without go. the drugs. You know, you don't need the drugs. You <laughs> no, know, just some um, G and T, baby. You yeah. know, I'll say yeah. it. I'll keep it real. Is there a brand? We don't need to give a no. brand of, of uh, too much love. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll take the check. Hello. I used to enjoy a and t What did you drink, Michelle, when you drank? I never drank. You never drank? Really? If I, no, I never drank. You know, I told you that if I ever wanted to have a drink, it was something with 5,000 grams of sugar or more. <laughs> so it was like a Cosmo. Kahlua and cream. Girl, Ooh. Cosmo was too strong. Uh, oh, I love a Cosmo. Black Sambuca. Wait, what did you call me? Black Sambuca. Why is there no dry queen called Black Sambuca? That's a great name. Thank you. I've never That's heard a great of it. name. Oh, it's basically sugar water that tastes like licorice or like anise. Yeah. Um, I would like a Malibu and pineapple. I can't. You are so sugar. Yeah. I love pineapple. <laughs> I would like a straw with a sugar cube. Yes. <laughs> I'd like a pina colada and getting caught in the rain. Oh, my God. So, those yeah. are... Yeah. It was pointless. You know, I just it was just it, you know I I come from a different time uh, where we was we was down to get fucked yeah. up. <laughs> I, I drank grain alcohol once. Like if you were gonna drink, you were gonna drink. No, I was gonna drink. I was right. gonna. We gonna drink the house down. We yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna fuck around with no. I'm not gonna sip on nothing. No, the first no, time no, I yeah, drank, I drank Everclear, and it came shooting out of every orifice in what my body. What is Everclear? <laughs> grain alcohol. It's grain alcohol. Every retail orifice in my body. <laughs> <laughs> it came out of. It was like in the winter, and I had mittens, and it just wouldn't stop. Oh coming. dear. But I was 16 years old, and I went, "Where is the fun in yeah. this?" You're like, never. Yeah. No, I just didn't like. It. I had a melon ball every yeah. now and then. Okay, well, that's, cute. that's cute. That's cute. Like now, Rita Ora. Now, yeah. you know, you're a big success. And what about the people that you grew up in? Are you able to stay friends with the old gang from the neighborhood, or do they give you shade for like, oh, you think you're something now? So funny you asking me this. Well, I have best friends that I've known since I was like one because my mother. And her friends all grew up together and they all actually like had kids at the same time. Mm-hmm. So their kids are my friends. Mm-hmm. So we've all like got different generations. My older sister has all the older sister friends. Yeah. I have all the middle child friends. Right. And my little brother has all the like the younger ones. Yes. It's very weird actually how we how they timed everyone. Uh-huh. Strange. Anyway, I still keep in touch with them. I went to my old pub recently, like down the road from my house, and I was like celebrating my friend's birthday, and I saw this guy that I used to fancy so much from my yeah. old neighborhood. Yeah. I was like, hey, what's up? And his like baby mother was there, uh-huh. and like I was like, hi, and she was like, hi, can we take a picture? I was like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I was looking at him up and down like, mm, mm, mm. Uh. I'm never going to get over that love, boy. <laughs> you know that you call, when you grow up in something, of course. Yeah. You're never gonna forget it, right? You know, and right. I was like, "Where's your brother at?" And he's like, "Oh, he's in jail." I was like, "Oh, oh shut dear. up! Here we go." Yeah. Like, but you can call him because he's. Got, I'm like, I'm good, thank yeah. you. Yeah. But you know, I do miss. 
um, you know, the ketchup stories like in my friend's barbecue and things like that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But I still do it. I have yeah. not changed. Like I still live in my same neighborhood, but just in like the bougier part. Yeah, but still, I mean, but people will bother you. I mean, you can't really go somewhere. People tug at you and go, oh, can I get a selfie? Can yeah. I do this? Or yeah. what do you think? Uh, can you listen to this tape that yeah. my daughter made? Or But I don't complain, you know. Yeah. I'm not like I don't want to do it. I always say yeah. Yeah. I don't because it's the life I chose and I have – bigger things to complain about absolutely and I absolutely think, and i think that's what takes the you know shows the difference between people that survive and people that don't yeah, yeah true yeah you're true. right you're right you know uh you know i i've said many times when they stop asking that means i'm out of business yeah amen you know i don't so. think they'll ever stop asking you well you know we're gonna, dro- <laughs> we're gonna ride this bitch to the <laughs> we're gonna ride it to the rails yes, ride it to the rails i'll be right there with you yeah. good so now what kind of music did you grow up listening to Oh, I was all about my divas. My mom loved the Bee Gees. Oh, my God. I live and for the Bee Gees. <laughs> I live for the Bee Gees. So I would always have the Bee Gees and Private Dance, which I think was my mom's sexy Tina Turner song, which uh-huh. I heard many times. I must have heard it many times in the bedroom. I'm like, why are they listening to this so well? <laughs> but that's another story. And then ABBA was always playing. Oh, all the Supremes were yeah, playing. Yeah. My dad was a big fan of B.B. King mm-hmm. and Eric Clapton and... Um, I just had a lot of soul in the house. I love that. When, what do you listen to? What did you listen to this morning? This morning, like while I was getting ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, Al, Al Green. Oh, great. Yeah, I was listening to my Al Green. Oh, um, fabulous. Yeah, I'm really old like that, like yeah. soul wise. You can't go wrong with Al Green. Honey. You know, and Stevie Sam Nicks. But then I got into Green. a lot of my like rock and roll. Yeah. And my 90s rock and roll, my Fleetwood Mac and my kind of blondie and sure you know i i started to get that's the way that my styles started to come into play like mm-hmm. my references and my inspirations for fashion oh great yeah yeah um so um so al green have you did you ever hear that uh remix that discourse did of feel like i do like i do it's called it's called like i do but they took um from the classic like i do but do you know what they did is they named it something else it's discourse you know that english group uh-huh. discourse they work they with Mary like a lot of stuff yes well yeah. they took parts of um uh, an al green song and his vocals and created another song out of it called oh, like i do but i think um is it good? It's v- really good. Okay. Yeah, I'll play it for you in a minute. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, music is everything. Have it you is. ever done covers uh, of other people's stuff? Yeah. Like, like what My covers have you done? My first show in New York, I used to, you know, I was signed to Jay-Z for a long time. Mm. I'm not anymore, but I was signed to him for about nine years. Nine years? When I was like 18. I just, we just went respectfully our separate ways uh, about two years ago. Uh-huh. So that was a long That's a long time. But I was very lucky because I had one of my idols really look after me. Like Beyonce was for me. She was so caring towards me because I lived in London. I moved to New York like on my own to record music. And I would stay in, you know, an apartment. And I didn't know anyone. I Mm -hmm. couldn't get into no clubs. The only thing I could get into was the Buffalo Wings across the street. Uh uh And I couldn't cook. So it was like a whole scary thing. Anyway, so I would... I sang Say My Name in front oh, of Beyonce. Wow. What was that like? I have never shitted more bricks yeah. wow. in my entire existence of living. That's a tricky and song, And I was wearing too. a full yep. head-to-toe Jean-Paul Gaultier look. It was major. I wow. remember it like it was yesterday. It was the graffiti collection when it all looked like uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You yeah. remember that? Yeah. yeah. And I was so feeling myself and... 
she was sitting up the top and I just was like, please, Lord Jesus, don't let me slip one run out of place. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I didn't. Yeah. And everybody actually like respected the fact that I did it in front of her. Wow. And she was loving it and she clapped and, you know, stood up. This was at a showcase or at an actual show? This was a show. It was my first show I had in New York City. What was the venue? It was tiny. It was, <clears throat> oh, um, it's like the, the where everyone performs. Sorry. Webster Hall or no. oh, the Nokia or uh, no, it was smaller than that. Huh? Uh, it's like a club. What was not 40, 40, 40, 40. What was his club? It's called the oh, 40, no, 40. It wasn't that. It, it wasn't but that there. was a sports club. Oh, oh, oh god! It's like where you, I, I've I've seen like Lauren Hill perform there and oh, uh, the Beacon 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 Theater, the Beacon Theater. What street? Oh God, I don't know. Oh no, it's not. It's no problem. It's no problem. Uh, but singing, it was Highline Ballroom. No, singing that song. No, it's more than that. In front of Beyonce must have just been Rose amazing. Roseland has been thro- is is down. The Hammerstein is uh, is still there. Yes, <clears throat> but um, no, it'll come to you. you. We just flooded your engine. That's you that's why. Yeah. So um, so. You you're you're working on an album. Who are you working? You said you you're working with some of the Swedes who are amazing. Yes. yes. What about uh, American producers? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I kept my. I wanted to keep my um, aesthetic really where I'm from. Yeah. So I kept my team really small this time. The first album I put out, I've never had a worldwide release. So this for me is my first global album that I'm yeah. about to release. Yeah. So I treat this album like a first record, which is so crazy to me that I've been like blessed to have this career yeah. without actually ever putting out an album in the States. there's lots of singles. There's lots of I singles know, I know, yeah. so many people. I know. So it's so amazing. I'm treating this album like it's my first record. So I kept my team so small. Um, and, you know, there isn't any kind of like massive names. Mm-hmm. But these kids that are coming up are like the future. Like all mm-hmm. these producers, 19-year-old producers. Oh, my God. Or like the move way is, forward. Is it more dance, more urban. It's more dance, yes. Yeah, it's pop. <clears throat> it's dance. I'm a pop artist. I love pop music. Yeah, me too. You know, I I leave the urban to when I'm in the club. Yeah, you up know, in the club. When I want to get my freak on <laughs> with the G and T. But I have a big variety of like styles. You know, I can do I can do a lot of, of music. I started in the club scene. So who's who's got who sings? Your mother, your father? Where do you think no that one. came from? I don't know. God knows. But you don't I'm know. very happy. Your siblings? Yeah. None. No. Not one. Wow. I know. It's amazing. I love it. I don't know how, where, who, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a spiritual practice? I do, yeah. What I is meditate. it? I meditate. You meditate. I don't know if that's spiritual. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. Yes. I meditate every day. And, and In the morning and at night. That's perfect. It is the only way I survive because I used to suffer major anxiety. I used to have really bad self kind of like I used to just be really shitty with my own mm. brain mm. and so meditating I didn't take any medicine I just would meditate I went and did a course and it like changed my life wow yeah I what really mean, like TM yeah I went and did a TM mm. course for like 20 days straight and now I can like do it anywhere it's amazing once you get the vibe I recommend everybody I do think learn so. how to do it because you need a balance in your life. You need to uh, to create an equilibrium in your life. I know. I know it sounds preachy, <clears throat> but it's just so real. Like as a 27-year-old still feeling like, you know, 
I got a lot to prove. It's the only way where you feel like you're in control mm-hmm. when you have that control of your mind. Yeah. I'm not going to preach, but it changed my life. No, no. I think people need to hear that. I think a lot of young people need to hear. They're looking for a way to navigate this life. And especially when yeah, s- someone as young as you are, you know, you've been through a lot already in this business. You, there's so you much. You have to fight, you know, well, there's, for You're a under while. so much scrutiny. And not just the daily fail, but, <laughs> you know, but with, um, with so much just being in this business, being able to keep it steady and steady the... Steady the course is really yeah. to be yeah. admired. And I admire Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That means the world to me coming I from really you. I really do. I really do. <gasps> I admire you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but, wow, I will take that. Did you get that? Yes. That? yes. Can you send me that? <laughs> so I can use it as my, like, voice note. <laughs> so I can, whenever I feel like shit, I can listen to that. No, I'm not even kidding. Oh, uh, Thank you so much, oh, Rita Ora, for, for talking me. with us and inspiring so us and giving us so much of your art I, and your beauty. Uh, it's just lovely to be so gracious to share that with the world. Thank you. And to and Means to be fearless because it so really much. it do take fearlessness. Hundred percent. It really does. Thank so. you for having me a part of the world. Thank you of part of your world and like embracing me and like letting me be crazy, Rita. I appreciate that. <laughs> Lovely, Rita. Lovely, yeah. Rita. Lovely, <laughs> Rita. Mate, how many times do you think I've heard that? I know, right, right. <laughs> well, right. Michelle Visage. Yes, my love. Thank you, my darling. Until, uh, until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get a name, man? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.